What's up, everybody? Favorite podcast, Wokish, and happy Black History Month. Shout out to the squad. What's up, y'all? What up, Doug? What's going on? How everybody doing? I'm good. How are you? Okay. What's up, Coach? How you doing? Quiet over there. What's up? Happy Black History Month, Black man. Uh, African American man. Oh, I'm just playing. Um, no, I'm I'm good. Um, no, I'm good. I I got the vaccine. I, I haven't grown any taller or uh, develop the third arm so I'm I'm good and also I made the the change as far as like my job is concerned so um, so we'll you know, see how that goes I'm I already put in my two weeks at the other place so congrats congrats what's up Erica how you doing boo I'm good how are you I am good girl Good. Happy Black History Month. Uh, we out here trying not to, uh, we trying to watch our videos and, you know, get up on culture without being mad at a whole bunch of white people. So I think we're doing so far so good. I'm I think you've been quiet. Been quiet. You ain't no Africa on TV, though. We see you on TV. Y'all need to look for Erica in that commercial for Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, you know, you're talking about the celebrity. You're talking about the. The, the other bad boost. That's uh, it, was one, it was it was one thirty second commercial. No, they, it was a prop. They okay, they put it that. on me and took it right off so they could return it to the store when they was done. I'm only asking because I mean, if you have still had it, you could sign it and then we can auction it off. Wow. You know what I'm saying? For thirty nine and a slim gym, like nobody. Hey. Wants it. <laughs> It'd be, the, it'd be the it'd be the it'd be it won't even be like the ghetto slim gym. It'd be the actual slim gym. Yeah, the ghetto slim gym. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing now. I see what you're doing out in the streets. Girl, your hair was flowing. I'm like, listen. I know she got this brace on, but she cute. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I had to. I'm sorry, I didn't see the commercial. Oh, it's all good. It, it literally was thirty seconds. It, yeah, it was thirty seconds, and it threw everybody off. Only, I mean, I'm like. I, it was, I think they just threw that in there too because I showed up one expected because Me I know you had they told us call us and tell us what? yeah they just did it so you didn't know you, at all mm-hmm. what no, so you they didn't tell us it was on nope so when you're non-union um, you have a one time fee and then they can play the commercial for up to two years without having to pay you residuals uh uh-uh. uh Yep. You better own your likeness. Exactly. <laughs> you, better, you, better put, you better put you better put like the, the screenshot that I used that I took that I posted on the on all the website. Take mm-hmm. that and then put like your tag on it and be like, this is like use that as like a headshot. Do whatever you gotta do. And that can yep. turn that into something. That's a good idea. I'm gonna work on that. See, see, that's how that's Black History. That's how we enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. That's what I'm talking about. Put up though, you get finder, finder fees. I get a finder fee though. No, he get finder fee. He for real. Salt and fee. I'm doing all right, surviving the snow like everybody else. Regular Michigan winter day. Yeah, at least it's sunny. At least it's sunny. 
I, I don't understand. I don't understand how people can live in the entire state of Michigan for almost their entire life, and then when it first snows or it snows a lot, everybody's like panicking and stuff. I'm like, what? This is what we do. Like, like seriously, this is what. This I don't is what understand we do. it either. We're tired. That's what it is. We're tired, and yeah, we're we don't tired realize how tired we are until the snow comes back. We had a little reprieve. Now it's back. We're tired again. Snow don't even stay that long no more though. These last couple of years, you only get it for probably like two months for real, and then it's gone. Yeah, that's that early. That's that global warming that they was talking about. Mm-hmm. Still six weeks too long. I'm convinced yeah. people still think they're in Africa. I don't care what y'all say. We think we. <laughs> Because people showed, because people showing up, be like, like what? There's some snow. I, I can't. I'd get tired. Of, I'm like, look, just go out there and sweep the shit up, and let's go. Like, like it's not, it's, it's, you know, or move. I don't even like. I got, I got a snow pusher, so I mean, I just go out there. I know what I got to do. I'm like, you know what? I got to get up. I got to do this. Let's go. Let's go get it. That's it. So you got a snowblower? I don't have a snowblower. snow pusher. It's no pusher. Yeah, it's not a snow shovel. It's the big. It's like the like the really heavy duty shovel. Whoa! And is it I mean, is it electric? It's the one that's angled off, right? No, it's a, a it's, it's, a little, it's a little it's a it's a little turn to it. Yeah, it's where I just I'm out there for like fifteen minutes and no, oh, it's like this. Oh, yes, yeah, okay. it's basically just a big ass shovel. Ah. Oh. What it look like? I'm about to put up the image. Literally, it's a big. Oh wow! Yeah, mine is. Yeah, mine is like smaller, and it's a black. This Joker is eighty dollars. You could just buy a snowblower for an extra forty. No, no, no. That one was mine. Is actually like a shovel. It's just a big, bigger shovel. So I only paid like twenty dollars, twenty four dollars. Oh. I was about to say this. No, I don't know. And to be honest with you, I don't even want to use a snowblower because it's, I mean, unless I need, absolutely positively need to, I, I just get out there and I get to it. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go out there and get it because all the prep time, if you will, uh, say, oh, it's not working. Oh, I need to do this. I need to prime it. I'm, I ain't doing all that no more. I'm like, let's go out there and get the shit done. Yeah, I, I get it. Cool. All right. He like blowing his back out. Anyway, we back on Black History Month. <laughs> I'm sorry, you should see his face right now, Coach. For real, I'm playing. Ain't never Coach. come back. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a, It's Sunday. I'm just gonna <sighs> be good. I'm gonna I'm be good. It's early on in this thing, so you want to go to your topic, or you just wanna, <laughs> just wanna. All right, look, y'all. Black History Month. Oh, I was expecting that. <laughs> she, is... she needs prayer. Go ahead. <laughs> look, y'all. Okay, Black History Month. I had to throw a shout out to Coach because he was talking about my girl, and I know her last name is Brown. I don't want to mess up her first name, but we all know her as the Gorilla Glue Girl. Jessica. <laughs> up on that that is like i hate calling her that but that's what everybody know her as um i tagged mo i tagged erica the real had her on the show and they was talking to her and the reason why i wanted to bring it up as a topic is because 
I feel for her. And I know we laughed at her and everything else, but I had no idea what she went through behind closed doors. And the internet can be so mean. It can be, the internet can be so mean. It can be so mean. And so it was really good to hear her perspective and not really listen to the rumors that went across the internet. She was able to clear the air on a lot of different things. And I wanted to talk to y'all about it. So I'm gonna go to Erica, because she's a lady. Yeah, I think I think for me it was um I was I thought when it first started that she had mistaken gorilla glue for mm-hmm. gorilla snot, which is an actual hair product. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of felt bad for her. Like, yeah, I can see how you can mess that up, even though your gorilla glue shouldn't be where your hair products are. Um, but then when she told me she did it on purpose. And she thought she could just wash it out before it bonded, knowing that it puts furniture together. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't after that. So I, I mean, I you know, I felt bad for her still. I was glad that uh, the black doctor um, created the the um, the solution that broke the chemical bonds. I hope he like Gorilla Glue buys the solution he created and then. Mm-hmm sells it as a bond remover and he makes a couple dollars off that i wish everybody well in the situation but my end result was she was really stupid (laughs) we're gonna go to coach last because i know he yeah we're gonna go to i'm sorry to say her the whole book what's up kurt (laughs) uh thought like erica maybe she had a mix-up thinking she was going for gorilla snot instead of gorilla glue they had the same gorilla on there but she's dumb because like i was saying how did you get from the hair department to the DIY department? It doesn't make sense. And then you know it says adhesive on there. And then the fact that she's older than me, yeah, I hope she ain't really your girl. Don't bring her around us. That just um, hope teacher. the lawsuit don't go through. Say right. again. She a teacher? She's a teacher. She teaches fifth grade. Like, yeah, she's a dancer. Right. This is the thing in the world. Like I, like I said, you gotta go through past many departments to get to the Gorilla Glue. Like, seriously. I don't see how you made that mistake. I just don't see it. you just dumb in my book. <laughs> Simple as that. Ain't no lawsuit whatsoever you're getting. They should sue you. She actually, hold on. But you got Kirk. other people doing that dumb stuff too. I showed you videos, Candy. Hold on, Kurt. <laughs> Brought that up on the reel and she is not suing. That was a rumor. Okay. She Gorilla Glue, that was a rumor. Um, she actually is really trying to live her life, but if you see pictures of her on her like social media, she's actually a beautiful woman. Um, her hair is laid in a lot of those pictures, and I feel like as black women, per se, I will say we do substitute stuff in the house for stuff that we need. Like, I see, you know you see girls using, I've done it before, so let me stop saying just girls. I've done it before. I've used hair glue for some lashes. Gorilla glue? Hair glue. I didn't say Gorilla glue. I said hair glue for lashes. Uh, that's different. <laughs> no, that ain't different. That ain't what it's supposed to be used for. We've done that substitute stuff around the house. It, it happens. Gorilla glue. You can put Gorilla glue on your back and stick you to the wall. You can't do that with hair glue. Man, they stick to the wall. That's so sad. But yes, she realized Man. that it's not trying to make a you know, a huge democracy out of it. She said she messed up and she's not trying to sue. Should she sue? To me, hell yeah. 
So now that you say that, I don't blame her. I blame everybody else that talked about it around her. Now think about it. I got all my information from you, babe. You know what? You did not. Coach. <laughs> <And TMZ. laughs> What's up, coach? Well, where do I start? Um, I kind of, I'm, I'm right on along the same line as Erica. I think that when it came out that she was suing, I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. I'm like, first off, it says it on the bottle. Like it says it on the bottle, do not put in contact with your skin. Last time I checked, your hair is attached to your skin. You know what I'm saying? So, so that that part that that's neither here nor there. But I thought that the fact that um, initially I thought she was actually trying to use it as a ploy, and that's the reason why kind of like up her up her presence and stuff like that. And that's why I was at twelve miles. So you trying to so you trying to get some claims, some fame out of this, or whatever. But as as Candy said, that was a rumor. She was trying to sue. That was a rumor. And, and everything. Be honest with you, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint. If it was Gorilla Glue, I'd be like, yo, you know, they uh, they got a boost in sales from it. So I mean, I'll actually go out there and cut her a check. Man, I'm trying to tell you, she need a commercial. Either way it go, all I see is dollar signs. Now it's up to her stupidity and her humility too. You know what I'm saying? And that's what has to happen to us. Sometimes we gotta, and they tell us this even in the church world. We gotta lose ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And it's. In her case, she kind of lost herself a little bit, lost who she was, and went outside herself trying to keep up this image, and it went bad for her. But there's still and then bad things and bad situations. So I feel Shop- like this ain't the first time she did something dumb like this. Huh? I feel like it's not the first time she did something dumb like this. I don't know. It might be though. <laughs> Sam, I mean, not, I mean, she probably she probably done something real stupid like uh, in the past, but she just she just didn't record it all and document it all. So I mean, I mean, two things I know about being a teacher: you gotta know how to read and comprehend. Yeah, I'm just saying she fell in both of those areas right there. I'm just saying. what? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, I, I can't give I can't give her a free pass. I can't give her a free Heck pass nah. because like because like, you because you read it. You knew what the deal was. I, I know you might be desperate. I know you might need to hurry and get this thing done. But I'm like, yo, that puts you can go out there and put together concrete with that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can put concrete together with that. Why? There is no way I'm putting something that strong on, near, or in my body. Period. Maybe you didn't think it was that. You know, maybe this is why I say that the Gorilla Glue Company, like you said, Coach, can make some money. Maybe she really didn't think that glue was that strong. I didn't know how strong that glue is either. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't know how strong that glue is. Not that I would put it in my hair, but I'm for real. I, I didn't know. Now I know. I'm strong. strong. I mean, I've used it several times for several things, but I damn sure didn't think about putting it in putting it like, like trying to attach like my, like reattach like some hair or something like that to a beard or my head or something like that wow she said her kids she said it's a gorilla glue girl song and the school was singing it to the kids and the kids came home crying yo i tried my best not to laugh i was like dog <laughs> i need to work so so now you, you shouldn't have did that because now I'm about to. Now we, I don't we, look we, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be. It's gonna. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna post it and then. But go ahead. That's the that's the blessings and curse of social media, though. Like 
Yeah, the great part about social media is she, she got legit help and was able to mm-hmm. um, get that stuff out of here. And she probably would have never had access to that without social media and yeah. the, the notoriety, the story game. But on the flip side of that, kids are cruel, man. They they cruel publicly. They, they cruel publicly. Like, I mean, you got to be ready. For, they are. You got to be, be ready for that, for that smoke. Bad. You got to be ready for the smoke. She said she told her kids, well, what's the song? Let's learn it together then. I was like, that's my girl. That's my girl. Girl. They learned the song well, together. They started remixing it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to, uh, that's, that's what I'm in for is the remix. Whatever whatever the song is, that's, that's what it is. So I'm, I'm all the video, coming. all that. The video? Why not? She capitalized off of it. Why not? That is horrible. Everybody trying to eat. Everybody, yes, that's why I'm saying the pandemic out here. Yeah, they, they tripping. What's up, Kurt? We know you wanted to talk about what's going on in Texas. Enlighten us some on a serious note. Well, the one thing that stood out to me, I mean, when the weather hits a state like that, that's not prepared for it, they supposed to go through everything they're going through. But the party gets me is on the power part. How at first they were trying to um, conserve the power, but. From what I've heard, somebody from Texas speaking about how, uh, I guess, 1970, they separated themselves from the federal power grid and they mm. privatized it. When I say they, I don't know exactly they. I'm assuming private companies, and I'm pretty sure if you go research, I'm pretty sure they under all these different LLC shell companies type deal, possibly. But it's, I feel that the people that's suffering that had nothing to do with that shouldn't suffer from not having power but I don't know the whole politics when it comes to that since they separated and decided to privatize their own power the individuals that did do that in Texas but with that situation happening that they did back then in 1970 it's the reason that a lot of people that are out of power now that they shouldn't be out of because of that now, all the other stuff they're going through, they're just going to go through it because it's Texas and they're not prepared for the snow and these conditions like we are. But, yeah, that power grid part right there, that could at least gave them the people that without power, they would have still have power. Right. Well, and I, not I did a power as long as they out with it for. And uh, I did a lot more research of it um, like over the last, you know, past like week or so. And I thought it was interesting. I'm like, yo, so basically all you're doing, all they were trying to do was save money. They didn't, they wanted to avoid regulations, federal regulations, telling them how to use it, when to use it, uh, things like that. And that's been actually, it, I mean, it started in the set. It was, it was a federal thing in the seventies, but it actually had roots in the 1930s. So they've always been, they've pretty much the whole state of Texas has had that forever, almost forever. For a lot of people, but it's a it was just a bad combination of like the perfect storm, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, you had you had bad winter weather go along with power, you know, affecting the power. And and my whole thing was is that I have no problem with the supplies or first aid or something like that going to everybody that's affected because it's not their fault. It's not their fault that that the power grid shut down and things like that. It's actually you know the, the people that had honchos of the of the electrical company they're the ones that sense at fault because you guys 
you know, should have should have been on like the national power grid decades ago. And if you did, then you would have known, like, all right, this is look at other states that are that are dealing with stuff like this. So you knew like the forecast. You knew that it was gonna be snowing and real cold and you know, freezing and stuff like that. That's 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 easy to go out there and kind of predict. So you it's not like you said, Oh well, we didn't know. Yes you did. I mean all you have to do is just look at the weather. But I think that the federal the aid shouldn't come from the feds, it should be coming from those companies that um that privatized it. Yeah. Because make like, almost like, well, you know what, you guys you're the ones that went out there and came <laughs> up with this idea of uh of keeping us off the power grid, but you know, you're the reason why our power went out in the first place. So how about y'all cut us a check? You know, I mean it, I'm not saying that the fish the feds should just not help it out at all because that's just that's just wrong. But I think the people that who were in charge of the whole thing as far as the power grid, they're the ones that need to bear the responsibility. They need to cut that check. I agree. Um, they, I did some research on it too. Like somebody had asked, why is it that, you know, in Texas in the summertime, they get extremely um, hot weather. And so they were like, well, how come the electricity source could run all the air conditioning units and all that stuff? But then when the winter hit, the electricity grid couldn't handle, you know, running heat. And so when I did some research, what happened was when the blackout happened the, in the Midwest, Texas mm-hmm. decided to turn their electricity grid. They came off of the national electricity grid and went into the um, the wind. Mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. So turbine. the propel, the wind propel, yeah, turbine. Turbine, yeah. So what they did though was in order to save money they didn't structure those to last through cold weather only hot weather and so those failed in the midst of the cold weather thus you know creating the power outage so i agree with coach in the sense that because as business people y'all wanted to take this on and not make this federally funded cool y'all wanted to be able to make y'all coins and not have to worry about um, national regulations and standards. Cool. But now that y'all messed up from a corporation standpoint, y'all have to bear the the price of fixing it. Just like if this was any other company and something had went wrong within their company, they're responsible for fixing it. So I agree with Coach. They need to front the bill and they need to start paying for funerals. They need to start paying for home repairs for these people whose pipes were bursting. Um, mm-hmm. And you know that, you know, they're getting warm weather this week. You know, all that snow is going to melt. It's going to start flooding basements. And all that, they need to be prepared for all of that. Yeah, that's yeah. find out it already did. All, all the stuff we talking about was two, was last week. But right now, it's not even like that down there no more. But the floodings I still see from people posting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are some people who still haven't had their power restored. Yeah, it's probably be a minute before that happens. Yeah. My aunt lives there. I talked to her this morning before we got on the show, and she's in Dallas. And I asked her, what are you doing? And I was like, you know, what's going on? And she was like, no, I'm going to let you know it was bad. And I know the way we talk, it sounds light because we live in Michigan. You know what I'm saying? We've dealt with cold weather our practically our whole lives. And my aunt said it was bad. She said, Candy, we literally forgot about COVID for two weeks. I said, huh? 
it was that bad she like for two weeks we forgot that there was a COVID because we didn't know what to do I'm like dang I didn't think it was that bad y'all it's it's so, really so then, and that's, that's, that's something to think about if she didn't think if they didn't think it was that bad imagine how many other millions of people that were just that just got hit smacked right in the face with it and then come to find out the reason why you're suffering is because somebody wanted to save a few dollars or to avoid a couple of federal regulations i heard something about they the the the, the way that they did it and i don't know if this is true if it's a rumor i have no facts to fact check this but i was listening and i heard somebody say that they turn off the power to the poor people and then the rich people were able to have power like my aunt told me she had power and she lives in a really nice neighborhood um it affected her you know her establishment where she works at and everything a little bit but other than that i mean she didn't get hit like everybody else did it was they did that to try to save their power grid from getting messed up by the cold weather so they tried to preserve that's what they told everybody down there returning off the power from this time to that time but you know people being curious they go around to the richer areas and see that their power not getting turned off certain areas of power wasn't getting turned off what now, like the- crazy yeah, they, they were just trying to avoid their power grip from getting destroyed from the cold weather. You know, going back to what y'all saying, people didn't know what to do. So everybody was shooting from the hip, pretty much. Yeah, and that's and that's more of a that's more of a corporate decision and that's more mm-hmm. of an infrastructure decision. That is horrible. I don't think I wanna live on a grid like that. It makes you kind of think about us. I know when we had the blackout, we were able to make it because it was hot outside, thank God. We were able to get through, but imagine if it was well, cold. Well, remember, I don't know if you guys remember, it was like maybe like 20, I think it was 2013, maybe 2012 or something like that. And it was really, really, really cold. It was a bad combination of the same thing that happened to them down there for like a whole week happened to us for like two days. And it got real, real cold. It was like real, real cold. It was a bunch of snow. It was blowing all over the place. And I know I mean I don't know how about about y'all like but here in my house we didn't have any heat we didn't have any electricity for for like a day and a half hmm. and I mean and, and it shut and shut and it was all because of the it was all because of the weather it was a combination of it was snowing the snow got really it, and it was really cold all those pipes not pipes but uh like power lines stuff like that got real heavy um and I don't know whether they got knocked down or they got moved or something like that but and knock the power out and we didn't have any power here for like a day and a half so i mean and like luckily for us you know we're we're born and bred in michigan so it's like all right well about three or four blankets and two or three pairs of long johns you'd be all right and that's you know kind of what we dealt with i mean when the power came on and it was all good but i can only imagine how that was for them never having to have any kind of backup plan for it and on top of that it lasted almost a week and a half so i mean that's that's just crazy and then and like i said to come to find out oh it's because people didn't want to um pay the extra bill or go out there and um or try to save a couple of dollars as i'll be so pissed i mean they they, they, they better hope that the, the lawsuits will be plenty but like that now i'm asking they sue because a lot of people have passed away from carbon monoxide by trying to heat their apartments and houses mm-hmm. up with the ovens and stuff yep exactly. that's crazy because that's all they we do it's a private company <laughs> oh yeah really? they should be able to yeah that's what's up 
and the governor decided to dip, take his family on a vacation. Kurt said he came. He yes, came he back. Did. He knows that bad. <laughs> he yeah, whatever. He that, 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 that bad till he's about that, to take your seat. <laughs> That that whole thing was that whole thing was like his he's up there saying oh well it was a plan. oh well it was a it was a planned we had this already planned out I'm just being a good dad so I was like shut your ass up like no, your wife was talking about get up and go your wife was talking your plan. wife was like as soon as the first snowfall hit your wife was like oh we need to go we need to leave and like they 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 had that thing they had that thing set up and ready to go like in about a couple of hours after the first snowfall. Wow. Hey, Groupon got throwing deals all day on there. You can't cool. Right. And try to get some people to come. Hey, you want to guys come with us to, to avoid all this snow? That was an exact, that was an exact text. That was an exact Wait text. Wait a minute. It, people, so it wasn't just the family? No, everybody left. Everybody Yeah, they could afford to leave. That's like, they're, you know, that's, that's how it is. So they... They reached out to other people saying, hey, you guys want to go with us to Cancun to avoid all the snow and the ice and stuff like that that's coming? That's what the, that's, that's what it said. That was, that's what came out. I'm like, yo, so you can't just say, oh, well, that was something that was pre-planned. No, it wasn't. Dang. Like, get out of here. So okay. they got on him too hard because I'm like, he didn't know the severity of how the snows go hit. And he came back right after backlash. He never even made it to Cancun. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. They got on the plane. Got on the plane. They left. Oh, he and, came back. Yeah, quick. yeah. He came back. He came back quick. But he came. He went. They definitely went. Why well, the money? I'm leaving for the weather change too. <laughs> right. I mean, I would have did the same thing, but I'm not an elected official, so I mean, thank God. Can't do nothing. <laughs> Name something that you thought was expensive, Coach. That's your topic. What's up? Tell us what you're talking about. <laughs> well, it's a couple of things. Like, I, was, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how everybody else like grew up, but like, we didn't have a lot of money, and so, like, some of the things that I thought was kind of you know, quote unquote, fancy when I was a kid is the first. I remember the first time we actually got caller ID. And I was like, yo, I was like, yo, so we can see who's calling us instead of me going out there and and and, and, and guessing and just kind of winging it and saying like, go like, who's this on the phone or whatever. And then that I was like, crazy. Who you go I mean, ignore? Yeah, it was. You say what? Who you go ignore? Oh, I was ignoring everybody, but um, I do it now. Anyway, um, the uh, but that. But yo, it was like a couple of things that I saw. It was like I don't know if they still. I think they still make it, but they used to sell this um, Briars ice cream that looked like it was ice cream cake, and mm. it's like Vanetta, whatever it's called, or whatever. And they made the commercials look like it was so fancy. I had like the nice little plateware and the dinnerware and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And then you had to be like, oh, and then like they did, it was all, it was all talking of, oh, like sophisticated ice cream, <laughs> the brighter kitchen, and, and everything. So I was like, oh, so you gotta, so you gotta like, when if you saw that, like you knew somebody got like an extra holiday paycheck, you know what I'm saying? You were just like, whoa, what's, like who got this? Come to find out, some nasty ass ice cream that. <laughs> That ain't nothing. It's like, and then and then it melt real quick. Like they said to leave it out to chill, and then like you leave it out for fifteen minutes, that thing is melted. I was like, man, get out of here. I was like, like looking back on it, I was like, yo, that was that was like the weakest 
weakest thing ever. I was like, oh, I thought that jump was so fancy and so like high class. I'm like, get out of here. That that was nothing. What you thought was fancy here? So we didn't necessarily have anything that was in our house, but like my mom, we never ate out. So we never went like, you want McDonald's? We got McDonald's at home. Like, we can make some burgers and fries. Yes, like, you go eat at the crib. Like, we never ate fast food. We never went out to eat. So, if we got in the car and we went to um, Golden Corral Mm -hmm. or Ramsford, oh, it's a celebration. (laughs) I I don't know what happened, (laughs) what we did to deserve this, but we about to eat good today. And, And in hindsight, as an adult going to uh Rams Horn, it'd be like, yo, this meal was three ninety nine. Like it wasn't even we could have did this on a regular day. It's but... still three ninety nine. It's still three ninety nine. That's where you're supposed to go today, remember? <laughs> what? I definitely asked you, can we go there yesterday or today? One of these days I said it. Okay. Yeah. Rams Horn to get you through though. Like don't be sleeping on Rams Horn. Like you broke and you hungry, they this set you straight. Shout out to Rams Horn. We need that sponsorship. Shout to y'all out. I'm on it. I'm on it. Hold on. Let me. Where? My phone right here. I'm on. On call. <laughs> what you thought was fancy, Kurt? Got a couple things. First, <laughs> I want to say that since what Coach said, by what you talking about, I'm thinking that Grey Poupon. Remember how that commercial used to make it seem like it was some expensive Man. ass up? Ain't no that was, that was, that was, Man, that was like the grimiest, the grimiest, <laughs> the grimiest you know, ever. I, like, I literally bought it at Kroger. I could buy it at Kroger and it tastes better. It tastes, the Kroger brand tastes better. Right. That one. And then another thing was, it's not a uh, thing, it's a place. And that's Southfield. I thought it was fancy till I got older. You know what? Not that fancy. Uh, not. <laughs> but you know what? The, no, he hit a good Perfect. point. He got a good point. Reason but when I was younger, because, we thought oh, it yeah. was nice. Like the, it's nice, yeah. but I'm like, I thought it was fancy. But then it I became a teenager. I'm like, nah. I, got you know, I was talking about that with my grandma a couple of, a few weeks ago. Is that when when I was younger, like anybody that lived like on the west side. For the, for the city, if you was in Southfield, that was like, oh, it's like, oh, I, I moved to Southfield. I'm on the, the, the <laughs> ten mile and ten, I live on ten mile and stuff. Like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, and like, but the thing is that people used to think that was so fancy, and then like on the east side, it was like Warren or Roseville or yeah. Point, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or something like that. And everybody used to be like, well, I don't live on the east side. Like, oh, where you live? I live in Gross Point. Gross Point, look. And then like as a kid, same thing, same thing as Kurt. It was like you just think that, oh man, like like that's that's where rich people live. And then like you get older, I was just like these niggas is just a little just moved over a like, oh, that ain't nothing. And then, and, then, and then like and then they still there. And then now it's it's almost like to come like in order to be quote unquote consider this is me, but it seems like anybody that's quote unquote rich or well off or whatever you are living like in the multiple miles area if you're on the um on the east side like if you're like in the 13 like the 15 16 and up and and everything that's when you just start getting to the money or just like uh bloomfield hills or 
like Holly or same places like that. The fur further away, further up in um in the county, up in Oakland County or whatever, that's where it's considered like that's when you like Southfield ain't nothing. Like like Southfield is nothing. It's like it's just an extension of Detroit. Just like um, just like anything else. Whatever zip code that Birmingham is, Rochester, Utica, that is one of the richest zip codes in the United States. Yep, it is. Better than Pontiac, y'all. Yeah, all the athletes live out there, though. Ain't better than Pontiac. I don't know how Pontiac Pontiac. is. I I thought Pontiac was, like, kind of down a little bit, since, especially since they moved a lot of stuff away. Kind of. What do you mean? I know, yeah, Yeah, I know. I know the real estate is popping up there, but like a lot of rich people live out there. I think Uh they live like on the outskirts because you do know outskirts of Pontiac is like Rochester and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it's almost like the surrounding area of like any city surrounding Pontiac is well off, but Pontiac itself is just like the hood. You know what I mean? It's just like it look like Jackson to me a little bit. Yeah, Jackson not as run down though, but. Exactly. I was doing lifts out there and the lady was like, yeah, when you drop me off, go, go, just keep going. Don't pick nobody else up out here. I was like, dang, is it bad? She said, yeah, it's that bad, honey. I pulled up, everybody named mama was outside. It looked like the projects. I said, I'm about line. to play. Oh. Let me turn this app off, baby. You ain't got to tell me twice. But look, what I thought was fancy growing up. I'm not going to lie. And these shoes were not fancy, but we was poor. I thought K-Swiss were the cutest little shoes ever. And then I get to school. I finally can afford a damn pair of K-Swiss. And now they calling them biscuits. They talking about me because I'm wearing K-Swiss. Now ain't nobody wearing K-Swiss. What happened to K-Swiss, y'all? <laughs> They're for I tennis mean, players only. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly, and that's the reason why. Because it was known for tennis players, and then like in the hood, we didn't play no damn tennis. I was like, like, what the hell are we doing? Like, we, like we, we played basketball, we played football. You know, even even we ran track. That's what. That's the kind of stuff that we was there doing back. Erica, did you wear a case with? Let me listen to the man. Absolutely. See, <laughs> wait, wait, let me chime in on this. This is what really the- happened. This is what really happened in the 90s. K-Swiss was popping, right? All the tennis players that was popping, Andra, and what is Andre Agassi and whatever the top female one, that's who they all was endorsed by, K-Swiss and Fila. But when them Serena, the Williams sisters came, who were they endorsed by? Nike. So everything with Nike and tennis, I really think that's what happened. Yeah, I think the hood just made a call on it. Like, <laughs> tennis it's like we don't see people like we don't see people like us i mean at the time we see people like us playing tennis and not and tennis wasn't a popular sport it was always basketball football so so we kind of just kind of down downplayed it so i mean it was what it was that's that's what but i know what you're saying though everybody's that's the reason why we thought it was fancy because tennis was a quote-unquote fancy sport you didn't see too many you didn't see too many brothers and sisters 
playing tennis, and that was considered fancy. So it was just like, oh, we got your case Swiss. Like, but eventually, eventually, it was just like, 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 come on, nigga, put, put oh, the mic. You had to have a dollar store socks with the ball on the back too. Like it was a whole thing. Stop it! I thought I was cute, Erica. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ball had to match your outfit. Like, yeah, it was it was a whole thing. Yeah, it, we I just, just got canceled. Just, cancel culture. Just, it took us out. It, it's, we, did it. we all had just, to go just, buy Air Force One. Yeah, exactly. It was almost like yeah, it's like it was like wait a minute, like no, nah, we go get these Air Force Ones. Yeah, that's funny. Was that a minute? That's fine. We adjusted. Somebody got to tap back in with us. Was that just a Midwest? Were we the only ones just doing that? And then down south, they might have had a whole a lot of people down south was wearing it. Oh, they were. With the balls. I'm talking about the K-Swiss with the balls in the back. I don't know about the balls, but they was really <laughs> heavy on the K-Swiss. I didn't even know that the balls like, were. That sound like the valley. That sound like the valley. That sound like the valley. Like the west. Yeah, like nah, pull our socks up so the ball. Man, okay. Nothing. All right. Yeah. Only Detroit. Only Detroit <laughs> understood the socks with the ball of it. That, that wasn't everybody. See, but nowadays y'all couldn't do that. Now, you couldn't do that stuff now because you put that ball up there, draw the tennis to the ass from that back of that hill. Man, like people. That, so. and why you bring up my ass? That's so bold. You ain't know me. That's, I, I mean, I, you the one that's talking about it. So you talking about the ball on the ankle and stuff like that. <laughs> hey, y'all. Shout out to Mo. We know she's not here today. She went on vacation. I meant to shout her out earlier. I wanted to shout her out in the middle of um, of our discussion, our podcast, our conversation that we like to have with one another. Um, she right. I know for a fact that Mo had the ball on the socks. I know for a fact. You know I what? I believe know. she had it. Mo looked like the type that would have the ball on the socks. I don't know. I would have had it too. Tell me. I'll was ask her. Yeah. She did. Mo looked like she, she had color ones too. You can comment on it. You can comment in the comment section. <laughs> hey y'all, Mo wanted us to talk about uh the double standards uh with this Lori Harvey incident. Now I know we not celebrities, you know, we all know their lifestyle, but she wanted to talk about the, the double standard of how Lori got a track record, pretty much I guess. We don't know what her track record is. We wasn't in the bed oh, with we her. You don't know nothing. But nevertheless, you know, Bootsy decided that he wanted, you know, to talk about her telling, what did he say? If you a hood nigga, you ain't gonna sleep with Lori Harvey. She don't want you no way. He didn't say sleep. He said you're not gonna be her boyfriend and girlfriend. You ain't gonna mess with her. Whether it's boyfriend and girlfriend. Nah, it's a difference. A very big difference. Because if that's your girl, your girl, girl, not somebody you just smashing. That's your girlfriend. You start boyfriend, girlfriend. You're not going to go in a bunch of room, a bunch of dudes that already hit that you didn't know already, or that you already yep. knew and stuff. Yep. That's what it was. It's not who say she's in the same. No, but, huh? Y'all see Lori Harvey coming to the hood? Where she go to the hood? At? Tell me what hood she be in. Why Where would she be, she be in the hood when her cat track her uh, tax bracket not even for the hood? That, why would is she that, be in the hood? Trying to figure why he talking about hood shit when it, they ain't got nothing to do with Lori. Boosie well, is, is rich. What do you mean? Boosie is in that tax bracket. He runs in that same circle that she runs in. That's the difference. 
The so people that's talking about are us. So Say he's again. talking about the hood like they are in her tax bracket. Like they got all he didn't say the hood, man. He was talking about all the rappers that went through her, that circle, that hip hop circle they in. He said that's hood. Okay, pop circle, but okay. Well, future is a hood dude. They are rappers. No, and that's what uh that's what they ultimately are talking about is that yeah. um they think it's it's like what's the deal with the double standard? Like why is it you know she can care. go out there and why she can go out there and do whatever with whoever blah 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 and get look get down on but somebody like another dude a dude that's doing the same exact thing is almost like you know kind of praised and I'm like I'll be honest with you. I don't give a shit. It's just a lot of, and that's just real. Like I don't, I don't care. I don't care who you smash. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's across the board. I'm talking about athlete, celebrity, doesn't matter. I don't care who you smashing. All I care about is when are you pl- like when are you playing next? Uh, when's your next album? When's your <laughs> next movie? You know what I'm saying? Like I, whoever you smashing, you run. You can do whatever. I don't yep. think there should be any double standards. Period. I think that's. I mean, why it is? That's the way it. It's uh, that's that's kind of like enriched in like old, you know, olden days. You know, mentality of women shouldn't go out there and be sleeping around and stuff like that. Men really shouldn't be going out there and sleeping around either. But that's me. That that's the whole thing. But I could take all of that stuff out and be like, I don't care about none of that. Like, I don't care what you do. Like, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how you who you're doing it with. I was like, just as long as it's, if it's a celebrity or athlete or whatever that I like, you know, what are you doing? Uh, whatever your product is, whatever it's like a movie or an album, whatever. If it's, if it's popping, if I if I like you, I like the way you, your work is. I want to know when that album coming out. I want to know when your next movie coming out. That's all I care about. Who you smashing? That's that's none of my business. I was like, and that and and like you know, if you want to get ran through like that. Go right ahead. If you want to run through women, like uh, like you know, female celebrities and stuff like that, do you. But when is your next album coming out? What you got to say, Erica? <laughs> so, um, I mean, I get where Coach is coming from. Where, I mean, they personal life is their personal life. But I think Lori is just a poster child for what all women go through. So her name is being attached to it because she has the notoriety in the media but I mean it's the same conversation so like somebody like Future you know can have eight baby mamas literally and those Mm -hmm. just the ones that got pregnant and kept it ain't no telling how many you know women he's really slept with nobody care about Future body count but then you know you have a woman who got five you know kids by four different baby daddies and now she's thrown away in society because she she got too much drama associated with her. So it's mm-hmm. like, there's always a double standard and it's not just in the entertainment industry. And, and it's us, like black people do it to ourselves. Like just, I truly don't believe that other cultures have these types of conversations. And I just, I don't understand. I understand that it could have been established based off of you know old time theory and you know whatever but at what point are we going to break the cycle at what point are we going to come together as a community to say listen this really doesn't matter like let's stop talking about it let's stop giving it any energy because it's it's really hurting the way people are able to have healthy relationships in my opinion nice i like that i like that 
I was talking to a guy that was talking about monogamy at a little bit. And I noticed it's just still kind of on the same topic, but I mean, she ain't talking to the same dudes at the same time, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, that is true. Our culture is the only culture to where it's like, they ban us, especially women for talking or outsourcing or what they call fishing around to see what we like. I mean, guys do it all the time. Guys will smash a different girl and not have any intentions on being with her at all. And I, I know guys' mental is totally different than a female's mental when she having sex with a dude, but it's, it's, it is a double standard. I will say it, it is a double standard. It's like, why can you go out here and screw whenever you want to, but then the girl, when she do it, she a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Or you you getting ran through because you're allowing this to happen. That is that is I, true. I never, I never, I, I could never really pinpoint the reason. I actually did some, not research, but I actually just some years ago, I was sitting there thinking like, man, like what is the the root cause of it? I even tried to break it down to a, a physical thing. I'm like, because I, I can't even, I can't come up with an excuse for dudes on this one either because it was like, all right, the, the counter used to always be, all right, well, it's like the physical part of it. It's like, if you have multiple dudes run through or whatever, like physically, that, and then like you, know, you end up getting pregnant, like you don't know who's the father. And that, and that's considered a, you know, that's considered, if you're, going, if you're getting ran through unprotected and stuff like that, that's just nasty, period. That's like, that, you know, that's, that's the way it all. That's the way it is. But the same thing on the on the, on the dude. Like if you're running through women like that or whatever, that's unprotected. That's nasty too because you know you're going out there doing whatever with whoever, and it's like that you're doing harm to you know this same exact thing. You're doing harm to yourself and whoever it, potentially that you're doing something with. So it's it's I, I tried to rationalize it, but I couldn't rationalize it either one way or the other because to me it's just nasty. So like to me overall it's just over just nasty. Like that's the only way I could kind of deal with it in my head was it's just nasty. Like I personally, you know, don't I've never wanted to do that. I've dated, you know, I've been with several women, but I was in a relationship but it wasn't I, I, I well, I will say this for the record. I had a I did do like the one night stand, but it wasn't a one night stand with just a random for a random. It was somebody that i i messed with before and and everything so but that's it like other than that all the times i've done stuff has been me actually in a relationship with somebody i've never just kind of just bounced from woman to woman and sticking my pen in like everybody's ink oh you be really telling on yourself on this podcast like you really that's be telling real. that's, that's not a one i stand that's i'm gonna point out that's not a, that's by definition not by a definition by yeah, that's definition. what I'm saying. By definition, it's not exactly. That's right. what I said. It's, that's the that's the only thing I can have that would be close, be kind of close to it, but it's not. Yeah, we grown, man. What, what the hell are we talking about? We grown. My Shit. turn. Listen to him. I know you have something on your mind. You smiling? Go ahead, Kurt. And that girl in her 20s, single, and she dating. Ain't no double standard except for the. I don't see the double standard. Well, Boost, I know one of the things Boosie did say was stop giving her credit for running all through all these dudes. Give credit to the men that's running through her. I'm like, nah, it ain't working like that because the women are kind of winning right now. So I'm like, that narrative ain't working right now. But at the same time. Oh, no. You winning? Say what? You 
said we winning right now. So if we was well, losing, to entertain it, listen to who all on the radio right now. Think about it. it who matter. controls her? Think about who could. Yeah, it does matter. This is entertainment. You got to understand this is entertainment. They have not put out that one sex tape. All you see them two barely kissing and everybody tapping, uh, zoning in, giving all these clicks. These dudes are making money entertaining y'all. Doing exactly what we're doing and stuff. Them two are living their best life. She's going to continue to live her best life. The only thing that was weird to me was she was messing with Justin Combs, and after they were done, she just went to Puppy Room. I like that shit. That was weird to me. And that's, that's, and that's, a, and that's another thing, shit, too. That's kinda, shit. And it, other and, than and that, it's your best life. That's kind of, and that's kind of goes, goes with what, what uh, I kind of go with Kurt a little bit. I personally, I, I, and I have a personal rule. I had a personal rule, and I still to this day, I've never messed with somebody that messed with uh, one of my boys ever because once you've done something with one of my boys you are completely off limits period and this happened to me a couple of times where my boy like my boy was dating somebody and they was definitely you know like together you know what i mean and like some years go by and whatever and then they came back at me like hey you want to i'm like hell no i was like, like like no because because i'm sitting there thinking like yo like you did you was with my boy you know what i'm saying like it's not so i'm not gonna do anything with you because you're off limits i mean that's my personal that was always my personal um edict i guess you could say when it comes to stuff like that so that's another reason why i'm like yo i don't care what you do you know what i'm saying like you go ahead and you do you but as long as it's not affecting me personally, and it is what it is. Like, like, well, like, when is your album coming? You know, what I'm saying, like, when is your movie coming out? You know, what I mean, like, it's, it's, like, like, are you going to work? Your kids have shoes. You know, what I'm saying, like, just, like, damn, like, just if they got the day, if, if you got food, food, you got clothes, and you got roof over your head, okay, like, just go do it, do it, do whatever you want to do, but just make sure you got your shit straight. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't care what, I don't care what you do. Just don't bring it my way. <laughs> my brothers behind me can attest they don't care about this situation either. They've been in this industry since they were little. No <laughs> what? They got this. I mean, cause, cause, I mean, because you know they, they always give us good advice. Like you know, like okay, can't trust them. You know, I mean that was all part of the crew. You know, what I'm saying they gave us good advice. But they're dating, right? Why are people putting too much on dating? They're That's dating. Like, people, why? it seems like society trying to make them like get married down there. I'm like let people date. Because yeah. a lot yeah. of people get dating confused with relationships and stuff like that. You're dating. You can do whatever you want. You're dating. Sleep with whoever you want. Whether you say it or not, don't care. That's on you. That's your STD exactly. test and all that stuff you got to go through with you and your life. But what? I have no problem with nothing none of them doing. Because they all sleeping with each other in the same circle in the entertainment world. And that's And that's the next. And plus, two, probably, but it's in a month or two, it'll be somebody new. Right, exactly. Think about, go, remember when was the the it chick? But I mean, every three months it changes. Well, it just they got Harvey name on behind it, and the type of person Steve Harvey is, and somebody gonna say this ain't his real daughter. She's doing all this stuff. I see that coming. It's the fact that she's beautiful. She's young. Very yeah. She now has a track record, just like Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian took this clout and she ran with it. I feel they like capitalized. Yep, she capitalized off. 
I think Lori Harvey should do the same thing. I don't know. Maybe Steve Harvey have a re reality show with his kids. I don't know. Maybe some. That's what they, that's that's the that's the usual trajectory. Yeah, I hope Steve Harvey don't do that crap. Please don't do that, Steve. He don't need it. Oh, for it's his... gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Him and Margie need to stay overseas doing care. what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot. This alone. But really, shout out to them and their success. I really like seeing the Harveys a lot. I like seeing uh, Marjorie. I like seeing them a lot on social media. Marjorie be bad. I know this ain't about Marjorie, but Marjorie is bad, baby. She bad. Honey girl bad. All right, Erica, talk to us about the Black Messiah. What's going on? Okay, I got a little bit of a long intro, but we'll get there. All right, so... <laughs> Don't worry if you haven't Come seen the on. Yeah, no spoilers. Listen, I'm going to let you talk this whole episode. That's what we're not about to do. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! Oh. So, <laughs> so, it's no spoilers. So, if you haven't seen it yet, don't worry about it. Um, so, long story short, Judas and the Black Messiah was about the Black Panther Party being infiltrated by another black man who was working with the FBI named um, Bill O'Neill. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't know the story, read up on it. It's really, really deep. Um, however, what I didn't know about the Black Panther Party in general was that they were babies. Like, Fred Hampton was 21 when he passed away. And generally speaking, the Black Panther Party was college students that were um, leading the movement. And so I was thinking about it, and then I was talking to like this old police officer on social media this, this past week, and they're just so stuck in their ways about you know how life used to be in the 40s and 50s, and there's like no progression with their mindset. And, and then I looked at all the other, you know, revolutions that's been taking place, especially with like the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's the same, it's the babies. Even people that we can consider our white allies, our kids, these are four, 15, 16, 17 year old kids that's standing up to their racist mamas and daddies and, and grandparents. Like, mm. and so my question is, do you think that in every revolution that takes place, that it's always going to be the the youth, you know, and by youth I mean 25 and under, that ends up leading the revolution, and if so, why? And if not, then where are the older generation, and where do they play in, you know, seeing things change for Black people? I'm gonna talk about it a little bit. Um, so I was thinking that same thing. So I remember going to my church home where I got saved that was Miracle Temple and um, shout out to Bishop Johnny Bryce and Elder Glenda Bryce uh, on a serious note I remember going to church all the time and uh, Bishop Bryce would be in the pulpit and he would always talk about the younger generation he would tell us like this is your time now and I'd be like what is he talking about you know what I'm saying when they always in the pulpit, the younger generation this is your time now they would bring us to the front pray over us and Erica, it makes sense now. You feel me? Like how you talk about how he's talking about the 40s and 50s and how they led. It makes sense now. I didn't think about it like that. So when I heard him and his wife preaching, it was like, yo, our time, it's not over, but we really got to tap into these young babies. We got to tap, we got to pour into them. That's why it's so crucial because they are leading the next generation. 
I think this morning I woke up and I told my husband, I was like, you know, this era of, I believe when we were growing up, we wasn't ready for the Jetson. We wasn't ready for the Jetson, you know, the era. We wasn't ready for flying cars, to be honest. We, we just, well, we hadn't got there yet. You know, technology was ahead of us, but technology just wasn't the it thing like it is now in the tech world. Like they told us when we was kids, tech is go, you know, go skyrocket. So I just feel like, we got to instill so much in these young kids as much as we trying to spoil them and give them, you know, the life we never had. They are our next leader. You feel me? So I, I, I do feel where you coming from. It's like, OK, what's next with these next leaders? Are they ready? You know, I think they are. But I'm starting to see younger and younger kids do some dynamic things. Hey, let me chime in. Uh, when it comes to being a leader, they're not going to be known. They're not going to know if they're ready for a situation until the situation arise. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And but, to kind of piggyback off of that, though, too, is I'm actually, I'm not necessarily pessimistic about it, but um, I'm just more of a realist. We try to do so much try to do so much for for the next generation or kids you know that, that are coming up and everything that we forget that they don't have a struggle mm-hmm. you know like we had to we had to learn we had to learn we had to learn things by life by having life lessons you know what i'm saying like you you know everything is handed to them now and they don't understand the concept of work that's the reason why they don't have a they don't have a sense of self they don't know where they're going because they don't have any identity um everything is on youtube everything is you know reality tv show everything is you know easily accessible without a bunch of work but i remember when we were coming up we couldn't wait to get a driver's license Mm -hmm. that was the thing it's like you, you couldn't wait to go out there and get a driver's license now kids don't have to do that they just go out there and just could get a uber you know what I'm saying? Like, go get a lift or whatever. Like, they don't have to, like, it, they, they don't look forward to, to driving themselves. They don't look forward to doing anything for themselves because everything is done for them. So, as, as far as the he, next generation being a part of the movement, it's, it, I, I'm kind of negative on it because I'm like, man, they don't, they don't understand. Like, how can they go out there and do something without actually understanding the, the struggle or, or the reason why? You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have a like identity about it. That's I think that's something that we can go out there and kind of change. You know what I'm saying? And but and and in my opinion, it's taking some stuff away. Like um like my girl now, she's got you know, she's got a ten year old and she's on YouTube and she, you know, looks at stuff like that or whatever. And over the course of some of the last couple of years, she's kind of started taking the the, the I she started kind of teaching her like this ain't life like stuff on youtube that you see on youtube that's not real life you don't have to talk to us like you're on a, on a reality tv show <laughs> uh, and then like we said that some years ago and then as she's gotten older I'm like since she's only 10 but like in the last couple of years or so she even said it herself like like people that talk like that are annoying i'm like yeah i was like that's how you were like two years ago they say like we were just, we were just it's like it was joking, but I mean, it was, but she understood that it was being real. It's just like, yeah, that's that's not real life. Like you're not on camera. You're not on. That's not right. that's not real. What's real is like, and I brought up to her. She's very creative. 
I was like, you're very creative. And she loved like painting, like and drawing and things like that. I was like, I was like, what was happening with that? She was like, I, I really did. I really do enjoy stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, that's because you're not thinking. You're not having this. You're not. You're you're being yourself. You're not trying to be somebody else. And that kind of put it in perspective for me. Like, all right, that's that's not good. That's what we need to do for our for the next generation. Is kind of like take stuff away for them so they can actually see themselves. Like, see, like be you. Like be an individual, and I think that's where it starts. That's the only way to get the movement going. Is one, let them understand and let them open their eyes to actually something realistic. For one, and then two, let them be themselves, and mo and let them know, like, hey, it's fine to be an individual. It's fine to be you. That's it. I don't know. I feel you, but I just feel like this technology thing, this TikTok, like these kids, what do you like being in front of the camera? It's, that's it's what, and that's what I'm talking about. It's it's and that's where and that's what I'm saying. It starts it starts now. It starts like like I said, like she's ten years old and you know, we've kind of curbed it, you know what I'm saying? But you know, how many people that like like the kids now are like are that's all they see. Every single thing is is you know, and that comes that comes down to the parents. That comes down to cope like being around each other, and being you know, being the adults in the room and by not just giving them something to do because you don't want to deal with it it's like no take that stuff away and then they, they'll let they'll see how freeing it is to just be an individual like you know what i mean so let me ask you this because i've noticed that our generation has been the generation to live through everything right we live through drinking out of the water hose going outside playing all day wait, waiting till the street lights came on to come in the house we lived through AOL passwords, the inception of the internet. Um, we lived through a recession, 9-11, a pandemic. Maybe we are taking the brunt of all of these things so that our kids can just focus on the revolution. Maybe we haven't been able to do all that we can do for our people because we're tired and we need therapy. And we have been through everything in life. And, and we just can't take one thing. And so if we put our kids in a place where they can have the freedom and to do whatever they need to do and not take on the brunt of a pandemic and not take on the brunt of struggle and poverty and all those issues, maybe they can take on a larger issue like Black Lives Matter, like poverty levels, like systemic uh, um, issues within urbanized communities and they have the energy to run with that because we've taken on the struggle I no, I, and I agree with you completely that right there is like right on point I would also if I would add though is that we have to teach them have them to understand where you know the reason you know what I'm saying because a lot of times people do that they, they it, it's a temporary thing like you've seen a lot of young people out there marching and protesting and stuff like that downtown and all the stuff was happening and blah 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 mm -hmm. but it was just temporary like like they'll do because it was like it, it is were they doing it because they really believed in it or were they just doing it because they were trying to get out the house during a pandemic you know what i'm saying like it's it's almost like you have they have to and that, and that comes from us. We have to go out there and instill that little bit of, like, you, like 
or do you are really are you really about this life? I was like, because if you really want to do something, I can help you and I can show you how and what you know what the, I give you a little bit of education on the reason why this is happening or why you know we're trying to stop this. And then you can give once you give them that they have the energy, but you gotta supply them sometimes with the with the with the info. You gotta study the greats. That's the key. Right. That's that's the key to life is to study the greats. Study the people that were before you. Um, understand what we went through and how much we evolved and how much you can contribute to the movement. It started before you were even thought of. This Black Lives Matter didn't just you know what I'm saying? We just <laughs> it ain't just start. You know, it started a while ago and it's some um, it's some history with it. Unfortunately we gotta you know, Fortunately, we have to teach our children to study the greats. We have yep. to teach the people that went before them. It's, I'm really glad. I have not seen that movie, Erica. Um, only because I'm in school and I got a lot of stuff going on. But that's no excuse. I am going to sit down and watch it. I do know about it. But it's really dope that they gave some story now. And now we all can watch it and then go back and research our own. It's dope. I agree. They should have been in a movie on him. This dude's shirt yeah. sell out so much everywhere throughout my life. I remember seeing his face on shirts for the longest without even really knowing who he was at first and stuff. And then I got knowledge to him. Me and Kendry watched the documentary on him to see how it all played out. They didn't really speak on the uh, the informant that was in there, but they pretty much focused on the documentary focused on the FBI and pretty much the FBI and the assassination of him. Pretty much how that went down. But this movie looked like, I like the fact they came out with this movie because one thing that the uh, Oakland chapter of the Panthers always said, the Panthers has been infiltrated. He ain't the first snitch, but he's the snitch that got that young leader killed. But there's a lot of snitches in the, in the Panthers party. And you're right, they all were babies and stuff like that and it's always going to be the youth they always said the youth is the future is everything's almost a it should always be a young man's game and I, that's one thing i think why the u.s is not progressing like it should because they don't have progressive people in office they got a bunch of these old people in office in old ways so if we're going to keep having these you know we're never going to see that new way. results if we keep doing the same stuff you dig what i'm saying yeah, right the youth's going to always be the ones that do it. That doesn't mean it's going to be in our lifetime that we may see that. You know what I'm saying? Like everything right. that well, we, we do. Have, go ahead. We have I'm to sorry. sow the seeds. We have to help. We have to have right. to sow Basically, seeds. that's what it is. It's like, we, it's like yeah, they, they, got the, they got the energy, but they got to have the motivation too. And that comes from us. Mm-hmm. I think everybody just need to organize for real and have a real plan and execute but that's not what it is everybody is everywhere and some people got to understand everybody's not going to have the same like mind as you sometimes you're going to have to show that individual and that's with anything not just with protesting change in America that's with anything I believe work uh, starting a business relationships anything and stuff like that but so, I just wanted to go out there, and you know what? These are some great topics, y'all. That was that's what's up. I, I can't, I cannot disagree with anything you guys said. All of this stuff has been popping. 
Um, but we can't go out there and ignore the other part of the podcast, which is our sponsors. They're some of the most important people. And like I try to tell people all the time, we support the people that support us. So uh, reach out to us any kind of form that we got facebook we're on facebook we're on uh, instagram um woke underscore ish underscore podcast on uh, instagram uh wokeish obviously on uh, on facebook um and one of my one of my best friends or better friends is a uh, is a major sponsor on this program his name is jeff moore he's a uh, He's already started a business last year, Courier Service. So more Elite Logistics LLC. Uh, they finally got the website popping. So if you want to check them out, it's more Elite Logistics LLC.com. Um, and he, I'm actually going to do an interview with him Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he was just awarded the Jack and Jill um, American Foundation and Incorporated. Uh, award for business and for people that don't know what that is that's for that award goes to like brand new businesses that are um, contributing to the community on not just financial level but going out there and actually showing out and showing up so I gotta commend him I told him about that he told me about that yesterday and I was like yo that's like yo I'm, I'm, I told him straight up but I was like no homo but I was like yo I'm proud of you dog I was like, like for real, that's real talk because he had been always been talking about getting his own business popping and stuff. And I'm proud of him. That's what's up. Congratulations. You gotta say no homo to congratulate him though. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, you know, just saying. We know I how y'all know how right. to fresh y'all right, 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 right. And so I mean, but no, he's. Well, I'm gonna do an interview with him. Uh, he's gonna talk about a little more uh, about what they're doing and what they got coming up. So. Uh, that's my plan Tuesday. I'm gonna post that up on uh, on all the social media sites that we are on, uh, and also put it on YouTube as well. Um, and also, I want to give a shout out to my boy uh, Malcolm. Malcolm X is a super dope music company. Um, that's the ones that supply all the music to our show. Um, he's a major supporter. Uh, he's helped us out. I got some. I used to. I went to Specs Howard, and I used to do beats when I was there. So me and him are gonna work on some things. Like we, I'll be honest with y'all. We we got some things popping. We got some things popping coming up, and, and I'm proud of where we're going and what we're doing. So um, continue to check him out. It's uh, super dope music. Uh, music spelled M U Z I K. Um, you can reach out to him at the same thing. Super dope music group at gmail dot com. Uh, he's a mix master producer. Uh, publisher, he'll get you. He'll get you the right beats or whatever you need. That's what's up. Well, looks like that's it, y'all. We about to be out of here. It was nice talking to all of you guys. You guys Good seeing y'all, guys and gals. Yeah. And we got to talk about you know Candy's ashy ankle and the socks and stuff. That's good. Always like to get that. I could attest they don't really be that ashy if they were. You know, I talk a lot. Oh, Trey, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Just play the hashtag support black women. You would have said knuckles, it'd have been a different situation. But ankles, nah, I can't attest to that. I'm beyond them. Hold on. Let me see that knuckle. All right. Let's see. Okay. See, my. She showered this morning. She all right. I did. You definitely did. 
All right, y'all. I'm going to let y'all go. Y'all take care. All right, well, kids. Till next time. All right, peace, y'all. Bye-bye. Stay safe.